David Kaya, come on, make your way up here, David. Uh, Pastor David is a founder of Empower One. He's from Uganda, and they are doing a great work in planting churches and uh, seeing people come to know the Lord in that area. And he's going to share with us this morning, and you're going to be blessed. So get your Bibles out and get ready uh, for this special time with David Kaya this morning. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we humbly come before you. We thank you for who you are. We bless your holy name for this great opportunity. Father, you are a God of mission and a God of purpose. Speak through me so that your word will grow stronger in our lives and we shall see you day by day in everything that we do in the remaining days of our life here on earth. Awesome Father, we love you, we thank you. Blessed be your name. Help me to speak this word clearly and also help my brothers to hear it clearly. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I want to introduce myself first. Uh, I'm Pastor David Kaya Daniel. I am from Africa. I don't stay in the U.S. I always come visiting and I go back home. One of my friends told me, David, how many times have you been to U.S.? I say more than 18 times. And he said, why do you come back home? You just remain there. And I told him, no, that is not where I am called to be. God called me to stay in Africa and live in Africa. Before I start sharing the word of God, I need to make this one very clear. That I speak seven languages and all of them run at once in my head. <laughs> so I'm asking you to tune up your ear and you need to get a translator who can translate you and help you get exactly what I want to say. One of the Americans also came to our village. You know, we don't have many Americans. It is too far to go home to Africa. He came to our village and we gave him our pulpit like what you did to me today. And uh, we, I started, he started preaching and he started making a lot of jokes. And in his jokes, nobody was laughing, but the translator sensed it that people need to laugh because there was differences in communication. So the translator just said, if you hear, if you see me laughing, you, everybody should laugh. <laughs> so the translator started conducting people and the guys, he made a fan and nobody got it. Even the translator, translator didn't understand it. And he just laughed and everybody laughed and the translator, the preacher kept on preaching thinking that his speaking is well understood. Nobody could understand it. So I'm asking you, please, tune up for me. <laughs> praise the Lord. In Africa, when we say praise the Lord, everybody say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I need to teach you that. Turn with me to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. And as my... 
preacher and my teacher used to say, let us stand for the reading of the word. I'm reading from New King James. It says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on those things above, not on the things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And above all this, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. Be seated. I want to bring this word in a context of African church and in a context of the family that I lead and the people whom I lead. In where I stay in Africa, I stay in South Sudan. I am in Uganda because of the war that happened in our country some years ago. And I moved into Uganda as a refugee to settle in Uganda. And my settling in Uganda was not the first time. In 1956, our country experienced war, and my parents left our country and moved into Uganda. And I stayed up to 1976. And 1979, and then during Idi Amin's war, we were also pushed out of Uganda into South Sudan with all the Ugandans. In 1983, we also experienced another civil war in South Sudan, which lasted for 23 years, which flushed us out from South Sudan, it was Banen Sudan, into Uganda. And we stayed in exile in the refugee camps for another 23 years. And in all that experience of staying in the refugee camp, peace came to South Sudan. And we moved back into South Sudan in 2005. When we got home in 2005, we got our independence as South Sudan in 2011. We celebrated. We thought that time has come for us to stay home. Time has come for us to build our country and rebuild a country of peace and prosperity for all. It only lasted for two years. In 2013, civil war erupted in the capital city of Juba, which sprang out in the entire country and destroyed the entire country and put off over two million people into Uganda as refugees, and I am one of them. Plus, including our churches which we planted, became part of that. In that process, we realized that life has no meaning. In the process of staying in a home, building a home that never lasts, we realized that home has no meaning. In all that, we put our hope on Christ, 
being the center of our life in everything that we wanted to do. Every time you leave, you know that any time bullet may pass through your head and you will not leave. And we kept our hearts in Christ. Such kind of passages in our place, when we preach it, it always brings tears before people. Because people know what it means. And many people have given up many things. Some of us try to put up things, but we lost them all. And when you preach such kind of messages, we feel like at home, many people will stand up and start wailing aloud. Why? Because they remember everything which they have lost. But one of the hope that our church has, besides everything, let me say this. My friends in America tells me that many Americans, when they go through problems and when they go through suffering, they question God. God, why do you let this thing happen to me if you are loving God? Assume you are part of us in South Sudan. Will you believe in Jesus Christ when you live on the dust? When you have nothing? When everything you got is lost? Will you trust Christ? So today I team up my message. Christ is all in all. And that is what we have. We have built no hope of anything here on earth. We have no benefit that we shall keep. We are, my parents left no inheritance and they will leave no inheritance for us because everything that we have has been lost because of instability here on earth. And the same message I also want to preach to you all, that we shall carry nothing out of this earth as we brought nothing, we shall carry nothing as the Bible say. What we shall have is a Christ who is in all, and is in all in all. And that's what I want to speak today. In the book, in the Bible, the Bible says, if you were raised with Christ, and this is talking about our regeneration in Christ, our regeneration in Christ. When you are raised together with Christ, Christ died and rose again. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, then here is what the Bible says. Even then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. The Bible says, if we are in Christ, and as we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal savior, and we have accepted regeneration of Christ, and we have been washed by the blood of the Lamb, we need to seek things which are above. Things which are above, not things here on earth. And I know that all of us need material. We need more. Every time we need more. Every time we need more. But the Bible says, let us seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. In the book of Matthew, the Bible says, Keep your treasury where moles and rats and thieves will never destroy. Put your trust to where Christ is sitting. That's where we are going. That is a home and a hope where we will not suffer loss. 
We will not suffer loss. We parents, we know how it is difficult to raise up children. We know how it is difficult to build up a family and to make up a family. But it is easy to destroy a family. It is easy to, to lose, to throw out everything in our hands and everything will just go away. I saw it in 1983. I saw it in 2016. I saw it in 87, where everything that we had were lost for the sake of Christ. And we gave it up. Now, here is what the Bible says. Let us seek the things above. That is where God has called us. Everything that we do, we need to tune it to Christ because Christ is our heart. If you can, as in chapter 2, verse 12, this chapter 1, verse 12, it says, giving thanks to God, giving thanks to God in the same book of Colossians, giving thanks to God who qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. God, because we have been regenerated in Christ, I have been regenerated in Christ. The Bible says, let us seek those things above. We have been given an inheritance which is in Christ. And that is what we preach to our church. One of the mother, good mother, of recent three weeks ago, I went to her small tukul, her house, she had lost her 18-year-old and 16-year-old son and uh, tribal cattle raiders came and just captured this boy and these boys and slaughtered them and threw them in the toilet. And this is my church member. And when I came around, I went to her tukul and I went with some people, sat with her, and I prayed with her. Me, who was praying, I was sobbing. Our mama didn't cry at all. She said, Pastor David, I'm tired. But one thing that you have done for me is you have prepared me for this very event. Because you taught me the word of God, I have let it go. My children are gone. I know that they have gone, but they are at home. Even if they have gone early enough, one thing that I know, whether they live long, they will still go. So I have forgiven those who have killed my sons. I have let them go. Let my children go. I couldn't imagine how Mama can speak of that voice to us and how she could stand and comfort us. And after we have spoken to her, she walked in the church and sat at the back of the church. After that, I went to her and I hugged her. I said, Mama, thank you for comforting us. If our minds are set to things which are around us, we'll get discouraged. We'll start questioning God. We'll start questioning Christ. If Christ, you loved me and you really loved me, why have you not taken this situation in control? that mama didn't question anything. It is because the Bible has prepared her to see beyond her own children, beyond her own sons. She just trusted in Christ in a difficult moment. And this is the same thing the Bible says. Let us trust things which are above. You may have your kids, 
They belong to God. You may have your belongings, material gains. They belong to God. Everything belongs to Christ, and we should put that. Everything you know, on earth is made by God and for God, and that is what we need to seek. We need to seek things above where nobody will be able to destroy. We need to focus on Christ, and that's what the Bible puts it in our heart. In the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 20 says, for our citizenship is in heaven, not here on earth. Our citizenship is in heaven. For we know that our home is in heaven and this is not our home. And we are going to a home that is everlasting. And that is the only hope that we South Sudanese live on. We South Sudanese live on. Every time when we are at home, we know that something is going to happen. And we need to continue in trusting Christ in difficult circumstances. We need to keep on trusting in Christ. Verse 2. The Bible says, set your mind on things above. We need to also, on purpose, the Bible is asking that you should set your mind on things above. Not only seeking, but also set your mind. If you don't set it, it can be interrupted with a lot of waves, tidal waves of life will come forth. The Bible says, set your mind on things above. That means you have to guard your mind on things above. And the Bible says this. Let me get this. It says, for you are, for set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. That means, how can I control my brain and how can I focus in difficult circumstances on things above? I am a church planter. We planted over 750 churches in Diarasi, in Uganda, in South Sudan, in Sudan, and in Chad. And in all this, and in all these church plants, I hear a lot of things. And we have a lot of, our pastors don't receive a check for themselves. They have to work to earn living. So many of them come and say, Pastor, I need to still continue, but I feel like my power is becoming less. They have children. They have people to feed. They have school fees to pay. And many of them are struggling many things. But because they have been called by Christ to fulfill a mission, all of them are committed, committed with an aim of focusing on Christ and pushing forward in difficult moments. I just need to give you one story. Salahuddin Muhammad got saved. He was a former Muslim in Sudan. And when he got saved, Salahuddin came to our Bible school. We trained him and we sent him back. Just because of accepting Jesus Christ and becoming a pastor. The father-in-law heard that Salahuddin has become an infidel. He acted against Muhammad, against religion. He came and said, I don't want my daughter to be married to an infidel. I'm taking my daughter. By the time he came to grab his own daughter, 
the daughter was discipled and he took this lady with her. Stayed for five years. Salahuddin Muhammad remained focused on preaching the word of God regardless. He had no family. He had, his own children were taken and everything is gone. Salahuddin remained focused. He all the time called me, pastor pray for me. I can't take it, but still I feel like I can take it. I need to remain focused on my mission. Salahuddin remained focused until this lady whom the father took went and led the father to Christ. And after leading the father to Christ, the father picked up the lady, walked with the lady back to Salahuddin and handed Salahuddin the wife and said, here is your wife now. I know why you have become a Christian. I am a Christian now in Christ. Please take your, daughter, your wife and stay in peace. That one happened because Salahuddin set his mind on things above. He didn't, he didn't get frustrated. He knows that he is in a battle. He was fighting and the battle has to continue. He remained focused. And if all of us are not focused, we will not be able to stand. The Bible says, let us seek those things which are above and all things here. In our mission, there are a lot of trials and a lot of things. But the Bible puts it clear that let us focus on the things above. Finally, let us, seek, let us secure ourselves a place in heaven. The Bible says, for you died. All of us, when we are baptized, we are baptized into the death of Christ and we are raised in the resurrection of Christ to the newness of life in Christ. And that's what happened. And the Bible says, for you died and your life is hidden with the Christ in God. Beside all the pain that we go through at home, we tell them, Enjoy this momentarily pain that we go through. The suffering that you are going through, whether it is war, whether it's pain, whether it's loss of your dear one, whether it is loss of material, loss of a home, know that very well that our life has been hidden in Christ. We are secure our salvation, are secure us a place in heaven. And know this. Let us look at that verse again. The Bible says, when Christ, in verse 3, sorry, it says, for you died and your life is hidden first with Christ, second in God. Who will come against me? Who will fight me? Who will take away my calling? Who will take away the greatness of Christ in my life, if my life is with Christ in God, I am secure in Christ. Secondly, I have received an assurance again in God. The devil will not destroy me because I have my hope is built in Christ. And everything that I have, I've sacrificed them and put them in the hands of the Lord. And that's what the Bible says. Finally, where our hope is built, the Bible says this, that when Christ, who is our life, appears, then we also will appear with him in glory. 
when Christ, who is our hope, all of us live by faith. We lift our eyes to God. In our church, people are very poor, very poor. But one thing where they are not poor, they have joy. They have joy. And that joy is only in Christ. Not of anything, but joy of being in Christ. We know that many of our brothers, some years ago, five of our pastors in Sudan were captured and they were taken to prison and they died in prison. And some of them were released for preaching Christ. They were released and they came back. We know one thing. Most of them stood the beating. Every morning they are called out and they ask, the Muslim guy said, you have not done anything wrong. But if you can renounce your faith in Christ and become a Muslim, there is a door, you can walk free. And many of our pastors decided to take the lasses that are beaten every day in the morning and evening for almost three years. And when they were released, they were still happy to go back to prison and they started to preach Christ again because they know they want to attain better resurrection with pain. They have handed everything in Christ and everything in Christ is because they know that nobody will take away that hope which they have in Christ. I know you Americans, I was told that when you preach for long, people will start looking at their watches and they will leave. So I know that you will leave soon. That clock is looking at me. So I have to stop. But one thing that I need to remind you, the Bible puts it clear. We need to put our hopes in Christ. Let us not question God in tough times. Tough times are to examine us and to give us a test to know that whether we are prepared to take it home. You can be part of our ministry by praying for us, by coming on a mission to come and see. I don't have enough time to share with you all the details of our ministry. But God brought me here in this church so that you may discover a calling which may not be at the walls of this building. God may want you to take that trust and trust and believe and step out of this church and go and build and extend the wall of this church in other part of the world. If God can do it to our church that today I can stand here to preach, God is also calling you to join us to go out there and preach and lead people to Christ. In our ministry, if you hand everything to Christ, and if Christ is all in all, whatever you do, God will make sure it, you will bear fruit. Many of the translators, when they go, many of the Americans, they go here, empower and bring people. Some of them have not led one person to Christ. They are afraid even to preach to anybody. But with their fear, because souls are hanging too low, with their words, still people come to Christ and it can easily change your life and put you in a mission forever. I just want to say this.
Let God encourage you. Let us sacrifice everything like what many of our people have sacrificed. God has blessed you people indeed with a lot of blessings that the whole world knows that you are blessed. Let us love God in all circumstances. Whether it is difficult, let us not question Christ for Christ is all in all. Everything that we do, Christ should be the leader of our life. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for being all in all in our lives. We thank you that you loved us and you want us to seek the things which are above and to set our minds in you. King of glory, we thank you for securing us a place in your throne of mercy. And you have given us inheritance in heaven where nobody will take it away from us. So, Father, thank you for being our God. Lord, we love you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for this church. May you increase this church. May you take them to the end of the world so that your glory will be seen. Father, we thank you for who you are. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.